Welcome to the LTC Hospitality Podcast. We're here to help hospitality professionals live their best life, give them the training they need to grow, and to help them create the most welcoming atmosphere to serve their customers and guests. Enjoy the show. My name is Jamie Preston, and today we have a great show for you because we have the executive coach for Agape Hospice. She's also a world traveler. She's coached professional athletes through their speeches uh, and so many other things. She's a disc trainer. She teaches sales and customer service training. She does so many things. And right now you're actually in Ireland, correct? That's right. And today we have her on the show. Welcome, Lisa Yacobi. Thank you. Happy to be here with you. Well, today, Lisa, we're going to be talking about something you're passionate about, and that's customer service, specifically customer service secrets from around the world. Before we jump in, tell us a little bit about what you do and, and uh, for Agape and all kinds of different um, organizations around the world. Okay, well, first of all, um, I was based in New York when I first started work with Agape, and although I did come to South Carolina a few times, I've worked remotely um, for the over a dozen years, and I've been the executive coach, and as you said, I've trained people in disc storytelling, uh, sales, and customer service, and about four years ago, I sold my house. I wasn't really sure where I wanted to live, and then it came to me, you know what? I won't live anywhere. <laughs> I'll travel around. I'll visit all kinds of places. And if I find that I want to settle, I will. And I've spent most of my time in Europe, mostly in Italy and Ireland. And I've learned a lot about life and particularly about customer service because I spent a lot of time in hotels. So I have seen the different way different cultures treat their customers. And I've learned a lot of things that I think will be applicable to all of you in America. Absolutely. Well, I tell you what, let's jump right in there because you're currently in Ireland Right That's now. right. And so talk about some of those stories you have about Ireland and their customer service. Okay. Well, I put Ireland as number one at the top of the charts for customer service. And I'm just going to tell you, um, I'll give you a reason why. So I'm staying in a hotel, which I really um, love. It's my favorite of all the hotels that I've been in in Ireland and England. It's called Jury's Inn. And I've gotten to know the people. It's my fifth trip to Ireland, and I've been in this hotel um, for some part of every one of my trips. So when I came here, they were very um, accommodating, and I got discount because the rewards program and being that they know me and I've been here so much they gave me they upgraded me to a wonderful room and with a twice as big as the regular rooms with a beautiful view I'm in Galway of the Carib River so I walked in my room and I was happy you know it was big and I had the great view and everything that I had requested because I had moved from a smaller room when I first arrived to this bigger room seemed to be in place and I was feeling pretty good and then I noticed a letter on the desk, and I picked it up, and I'm going to read it to you verbatim. It's not that long. Dear Ms. Jacoby, I've moved your things from room 336, and I've put the heater on and placed your additional duvet on the king bed ready for you, as well as placing some extra hangers on the rail. I've put in two bottles of still water rather than one sparkling, but please ring down to the desk 
desk to let us know if you prefer something else or if I can do anything to make your stay more comfortable. Kind regards, John. Now, John is the housekeeper. Right. (laughs) And this just blew me away. Now, I had asked for other extra hangers in the other room. I had asked for still instead of sparkling water. I had asked for an extra duvet. I hadn't actually noticed that everything was just so, but I was so impressed by this letter. And so I think the point here is, is this housekeeper took the time to write me a letter, not to just do everything I requested, but to let me know of his willingness to accommodate me and and meet my every need and do even more. And it made me feel so important, you know, so special. And I was, I just, I think I've read this letter to seven, seven times to people. I'm like, can I just show you, or can I just tell you what I got from the housekeeper in Ireland? These people are amazing. Yeah, that's. And so I, I think a lot of times we do really good things for people and they think, okay, it's all, you know, part of their job, but to let people know exactly how important they are. I think is really the the secret here. You know, writing me that letter let me know that I'm not just doing this stuff because I've been instructed to or I noticed these are your needs. You know, I really want you to have everything you want your way. Just that sense of feeling special and making somebody feel special. When you can do that, you're never going to be out of work, especially in the customer service industry. When you can make people feel special like that, that's amazing. Exactly. Lisa, let's jump into another experience you've had around the world. What's the next country? Oddly enough, one of the places I was least impressed with the customer service was a place that everybody would imagine it would be the best, and that was Hawaii. I spent a couple of months there. Mm. And everything I asked for would be followed by... I'm sorry. Unfortunately, our policy is, and to sum it up, it was always a no. Now, I'm a pretty determined and persuasive person, and in almost every case, I was able to turn that around, but that really wasn't the kind of response I wanted to just about every request I made. And I remember I was in a Marriott on the beach in Hawaii, and it turns out in Hawaii, there is no food served after 9 p.m. So if you think Hawaii has a wild and fun nightlife, think again. <laughs> the only place <laughs> you're going to find that is maybe in a Waikiki. And I was this is was in Maui. It's pretty quiet at night outside of a luau and your hotel bar. Not much is going on. And food, if you're not in the restaurant seated by 9 o'clock, you're out of luck. So mm-hmm. I didn't know that yet. So I was at the Marriott on the beach, hungry. Had had a busy day and um, wanted to get some dinner there. And they told me, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, our policy is we don't serve after 9 o'clock. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, the kitchen is closed. And I'm like, well, I just want to get, you know, a salad. How about a fun? How about a salad? And they're like, no, um, unfortunately, I'm sorry. Our policy is that we don't serve after 9 o'clock. And I'm like, well, um, is there any place else I could get something to eat? No, unfortunately, I'm sorry. Um, Restaurants don't serve after 9 o'clock. And I'm like, well, I haven't eaten anything today. Like, I think just had some coffee. And do you think 
you could just just salad <laughs> and she said well let me see what i can do and i'm like okay it's more like the marietta approach i'm used to yeah right <laughs> and so this is actually the manager of the hotel because i already got the no unfortunately i'm sorry it's from a couple of uh, the people at the restaurant so, so now i've gotten authority. up to the manager yeah so she co- goes away and it sometime goes by and i'm pretty hopeful and she comes back with a little plastic box with some lettuce in it just lettuce <laughs> and she said how's that wow. <laughs> and i said i don't think so <laughs> so this is um a, a don't do secret yeah. so never 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 Start anything with, I'm sorry, unfortunately, and our policy. These are these words are the kiss of death to the customer. And um, so, in fact, since I've come to Ireland, I would say I've never heard those words. I even asked somebody here, I said, you know, how come since I've been here, I've never heard anyone say the words, our policy? And they said, because we hate rules. We don't like authority. I'm like, all right, (laughs) me too. (laughs) I think Mm -hmm. too, that person missed an opportunity. I think it may have been their policy, but man, you miss an opportunity to really make somebody um, feel special, like we said before, but to help somebody out. And then it's good for business. You're definitely coming back the next night if you get what you need, you know, and that's all they had to do was just minimal effort, you would have been back for sure. Right. And the point is, you know, what about my policy? My policy is I eat dinner at night. Yeah. And if you could have got some lettuce, you know, chances are something else could have been um, figured out beyond that because I've never been in a situation in the, in America outside of in Hawaii yeah. where it was that, you know, um, cut and dried. Yeah, that baffles to, me. To make a pun here. <laughs> in any case, um, so Hawaii is a wonderful place, but I never, I never did experience customer good customer service there anywhere. Have you been back to that hotel since? Well, it's in the Marriott in Maui. Mm-hmm. Nope, nope. Do you have any desire to go back? Nope. Case I don't even in... want to go back to Hawaii. Actually, two months in Hawaii is is enough for a lifetime. Yeah. Well, it's case, gorgeous, but not that exciting. <laughs> But you do like Ireland, though. Love Ireland. <laughs> Love Ireland. What's another country that you've been to that you've had some really good customer service? In Italy, I actually went to um, a panino um, store, which is a sandwich shop. Mm-hmm. And um, I had actually walked down the street and I saw like lines of people waiting and I'm like what on earth is this about always a good sign and I don't know I thought it was a sign of some kind of you know uh insanity the madness of crowds (laughs) and I asked somebody you know what are you all doing here and they're like we're waiting to get a sandwich I'm like a sandwich at that point there were two sandwich shops and the name of the sandwich shop is Antico Venayo they since I, I was in and out of Italy for the past more than three years. They've since expanded to four of the same identical shop on the same street within just yards of each other. Yeah. And why? Because people wait online at Antico Venayo, even in the rain, even in the cold, up for up to over an hour. Wow. 
during lunchtime, you could wait that long. And I remember like thinking these people are really out of their minds. And so after these people told me they were waiting for a sandwich, um, I said, you know, you've got to be kidding. And, and it turned out the owner was there and I walked over to him and I said, you know, I've never in my life seen anything like this. What is so great about your place? And he says, nothing. I said, what do you mean nothing? He said, sandwich like any other. And I'm like, really? <laughs> I said, well, so great. What are there all these people doing here? He goes, I don't know. I guess maybe I've been here longer than any other sandwich shop in Florence. And uh, we've got good reviews on TripAdvisor. I don't know. He just kind of shrugged. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, well, if that's the case, this is something I would never do. And meanwhile, I, I have to walk in this area every now and then on my way to various places in Italy. And I always observe this this mass insanity. And then one day I go there like at an off hour and there's almost nobody there. And I'm like, you know what? Why don't I... <laughs> Why don't I see what this is all about? And yeah. I go in there, and there's, you know, maybe six or seven people ahead of me. This is quite a miracle. But it's, it's I think, at 4 o'clock, which is when I discovered it's, it's not that uh, popular. And there's a bunch of guys back there, pretty good-looking Italians. So that probably has something to do with it. Because <laughs> all of them are flirting with all of the women and joking around with all the guys. And I remember standing in front of me as an older woman, um, not that attractive. And they're like, tesoro, and that means jewel. And every woman, they are just charming and laughing with and speaking words of endearment and Every single woman was smiling and glowing, and finally it's my turn. I get some compliments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also feeling good, and the bread is like steamy, hot ciabatta bread that's right mm-hmm. out of the oven, and they you pick your own ingredients. So I get some like pecorino cheese, which is sheep cheese, and some basil and arugula and sun-dried tomatoes, and they hand me this sandwich you know with all the compliments mm-hmm. um and i have to say i couldn't say whether it was the the men <laughs> the compliments the bread the cheese but i became a devotee yeah now i did not go there and wait for two hours in the rain and cold i went there at four o'clock when i wouldn't have to wait more than i never waited more than all right to be honest <laughs> Maybe 20 minutes, but, yeah, but they still. just were so charming, so flattering, and made every single person that walked in there so welcome. So yeah, they did have great ingredients, and I found out later that um, it's the second most popular and most reviewed sandwich shop in the world. I have no idea how the first one is, but I heard that was in France. So yeah. this is number two in the world. But at least half the magic is how they make you feel. Yeah. So was the sandwich amazing? It was totally amazing. And it was worth waiting for. And I'll be back in Italy in uh, three weeks. And that will be definitely one of the things I'm going to eat in my first mm-hmm. week. But, but the way they, they make you feel um, mm-hmm. is, is, was just as outstanding yeah. as the sandwich itself. So it's, it's definitely the total package then. I mean, it would yeah. just be a regular place if it it was just the sandwich. 
Um, would still be a good sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're making me hungry. So uh, that's, that's amazing. And I think, so anybody going to Florence, Italy, go to Antico Vinayo. Yeah. And you see when, when something is really special, you don't really, it is reviewed in TripAdvisor because people go wild for it. But these are customer reviews. When something is really great, we want everyone to experience it. And that's really mm-hmm. what good customer service will give you. Great word of mouth marketing. Because every person that came and visited me in Italy and everyone that I met was looking for a place to eat. I said, listen, top of the list is Antico Vinayo. Mm-hmm. And it's an experience. It's not just a sandwich. Right. And I said, don't go, you know, at a prime time you know, between 11 and three yeah. <laughs> or between six and nine at night, there's another mad rush, but you, you need to get there. And right. you, it's just uh, an ex- spectacular experience. Right. And, I, and I've, you know, speaking to somebody who's in the customer service industry or a server at a restaurant, if you, what you said a second ago, it was an experience. And I think when you can be creative be on your game and create an experience for somebody or a family or whoever you're serving, they will be back. No doubt about it. Okay. So I would call this secret, create a wow experience. In Mm -hmm. other words, giving someone a sandwich, you wouldn't think it would be possible for there to be a wow. Right. But every single aspect of this experience, also the guys would joke around and yell and, they just created a lively environment, charmed everybody that walked in, and all the food was top quality. It was a wow experience. And so that's something I think that everyone should be aiming for in every interaction with every customer is that every aspect of the experience is you know, um, thought out and the ultimate reaction you want to get is wow. Mm-hmm. So everything about this place was wow. Yeah, that's great. Well, let's go to another place of the world here. What's Mm -hmm. another place that you've had some really good or really bad customer service? I remember I was in a hotel in Ireland and I I walked in the hotel and um, I looked through the windows of the dining room and there was this long, beautiful waterfall that I could see from the dining room that was in the middle of the town. It was just exquisite. And this place was great. It was just a beautiful, old, charming Irish hotel. But every time I went to ask for something, this is quite unusual for Ireland. There was this woman sitting there with this very grim face. And no matter what I said, um, pretty much she, she agreed to it all, as they do in Ireland. What you'll most commonly hear from them whenever you make a request is certainly or perfect. <laughs> Right. And and so she she agreed as they were always um, ready to do um, to meet all my needs. But she never smiled once. And every time I had to ask for something, I kind of dreaded going over to her and um, just she would look at me as if I wasn't there. Just Mm -hmm. no facial expression. And I kind of made it a goal to see if I could get her to smile by saying things that I thought were amusing. Right. But no, (laughs) that didn't happen. And although I thought it was a fabulous hotel, great price, amazing view, good service, I just wouldn't put it on my list of places I have to go back. Now, the very last day I was there, we started getting into conversation about something and she opened up a little bit to me and we started to connect. Mm -hmm. 
But normally in, in Ireland and with most people, I'm, I'm a connector. I like to talk. I like to get to know people. I like to make them feel good. And, um, it really took a lot of time with her and it just, it just made this place just not a a place, a hotel that I would really want to come back to Mm -hmm. as wonderful as it was because just that look (laughs) or that blank stare just, I mean, this is the place I was. I I think I spent five days there. I want to feel like people want me there. I want to feel welcomed. I want to feel that my presence is something people appreciate. Yeah, and it's so, so simple, just to smile. Right. Just smile. Exactly. It's not that hard. That was the only difference between her and all the other people in Ireland. She wasn't very talkative, but I think she's the only person I dealt with repeatedly that never gave me a big smile yeah. and didn't make me feel like they wanted to accommodate me. Yeah. Yeah, so don't... Is service without a smile to me? It's it's not good service. Yeah. Well, first you feel of all, like you're bothering people. Yeah. And first of all, I think too that smile can diffuse, you know, somebody who may be upset. It, it can mm-hmm. it can change somebody's mood if they're in a bad mood. It can change them to hey, wow, this person's smiling. Just those things really change things. I here recently, my wife and I went to the movies to see the new movie, The Joker. And we, we go into the theater, we, we were um, getting really engulfed in the movie in the first 10 minutes. We're into it, well, the screen goes blank for probably, well, it lasted, we sat there for about five more minutes thinking, okay, they're going to bring it on, they're going to rewind it. It never came back on at that point. We could hear the audio, but nothing, no picture. And so I went down and I went to the customer service desk and there were a couple other people that were there and... I got up to the counter and I told the person, Hey, I said, I don't know if you, I'm sure you're aware, but there's no, you know, video coming through in in the theater there. And she said, yeah, somebody's working on it right now. I said, well, I said, we've already missed quite a bit of it. So could we get scheduled or get tickets for the next showing, which was at about an hour and a half. And first of all, she didn't have a smile and I'm sure she was probably having a bad day at that point. She may have been yelled at whatever. I don't know what happened before I got there. But she she told us that she had to charge us five dollars more each because it wasn't wasn't for a matinee. And I was like, excuse me, <laughs> it just dumbfounded me. I'm like, are you serious? You're going to charge me more because your screen <laughs> failed. And and she finally the, the her manager came over and, and even the manager's response was just very poor. Now, at the end of the day, they gave us, you know, they comped that next movie which we had already paid for but then they they put us in the next showing and they gave us two extra tickets which was fine but the customer service aspect was appalling and it makes me want to go to another theater you know and and not go back there because of that and and it really does make a huge difference if you just smile it can diffuse a lot of issues and at least show a willingness to to help people and meet their needs Right. Yeah. She was going to charge us more. <laughs> so Incredible. Yeah, it was incredible. incredible. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, Lisa, we, we're about out of time. And thank you so much for being on the show. We're going to have to do this again and do a part two of this because I think you have a lot more uh, to share. And, and we need to we need to dig into those stories and hear and learn from those. OK, well, it was a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for being on the show. And we will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening today. 
The LTC Hospitality Podcast is part of the LTC Podcast Network. We invite you to check out our other podcast, the LTC University Podcast. Thanks so much for listening today, and let's keep learning.